Welcome to This Week in Skiza Athletics. I'm your host, Neil Minton, with my co-host, as always, Rip Ripley. How are we doing, Coach? We're doing good. A little short week this week. I, I was at the house today. I realized it's already Friday tomorrow, so kind of exciting. Maybe possibly unprepared every day this week. Not yeah. saying you are, but I probably have been. And, yeah, that one day does throw you off for sure. Yeah. Um, so, hey, big week last week, um, and we're going to talk about um, one of the big games last week. So, how about our game of the week last week, Rip? Um, we had – St. John's and Calhoun. Yeah. And it, it didn't disappoint. And yeah. St. John's came up with the win, which kind of shakes things up and that classification. Absolutely. And um, and we do have a guest on today. I'm going to introduce you. Um, today we have Hammond's coach, Jonathan Wheeler. How you doing, Jonathan? Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. So just to kind of throw this out here, Jonathan. You you guys are gonna be our game of the week this week. There's some good games on the docket for football, but you guys, Lawrence Manning. Last few years, that's been a one versus two type matchup throughout the season, you know, playoff implications, home field, all that good stuff. So you guys are, are slated for our game of the week. But I, I, I didn't want to tell you this before we started recording. <clears throat> um, the coach that we've had on the first three weeks have all lost the game of the week. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Talking on what? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I hope we're not the kiss of death. But um, for you, <laughs> but you know it's um, well, but yeah. So let's um, you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of these games and come to that game in a second. But Jonathan, we want to talk about a little about last week. Um, you take Hammond and all of Skiza into the reservation at Gaffney. Now, I know a lot of Skiza people who are listening may not understand what that means when you go to the reservation. Now, my family is from Blacksburg and Gaffney. My uncle I didn't is a know pastor. That. Yeah, my pastor is a Gaffney. Um, pastor in Gaffney. He lives in Gaffney. I have family that are the Hamricks. If anybody knows anything about that, now they're way deep. They're not close enough for me to benefit from it. But I coach the Hamricks. Really, that's really cool. The, li their world. last name Lyons, but it's Nick. It was Nikki Hamrick, and her name's Nikki Lyons now. And I coached all of them at um, St. Joe's. That's really cool. Yes, yeah, yeah. small world. So yeah. So um, the seriousness of walking into the reservation for a town like Gaffney and a program like Gaffney coming off a five, a state championship. How was that atmosphere for you, your staff and your kids? That was a fun atmosphere. Again, we appreciate coach Jones, um, Malcolm Long, the athletic director, you know, for having us. Um, they actually, they actually took probably, we ended up getting a lot of the brunt initially and obviously on paper, Rightfully so. Um, it's never been done before. Um, heck, whenever I was at Lexington High School or Orangeburg-Wilkinson, if I would have heard OP, no, not knocking OP, it's just yeah. that's where I, I grew up in Orangeburg, was getting ready to take on Gaffney or Dorman or who at Somerville, you know, the powerhouses when we were growing up, I would have been like, what are they thinking? You know, so I, I totally understand, especially people that are not, like you said, in, in the skis world, um, uh, you know, to, to doubt it and be like, what are they doing? And then Gaffney started taking a lot of heat from their, you know, the Dutch Fork people and the doorman and Spartanburg people, Burns people, um, you know, so, so they took just as much heat, if not more for, for even scheduling us um, than we did. So I, I really appreciate them doing it. So. Well, obviously it was a close game. Now I had a little insight here for, like I said, my, my uncle, I mean, he's at every game. His yeah. <laughs> he's got three grandsons. Two of them played actually at Dorman. They're college. They were college football players at Charleston Southern and um wow. in North Greenville. So I mean, he's a football dude, right? He loves yeah. football. And so he was asking me. He goes, "Well, y'all play Hammond this week. How was that?" I'm like, "Oh, we'll talk about it." And um, <laughs> no, we just, shoot, y'all. I mean, 
heck, we're one, you know, one score away from it being 14 points. And, you know, now, now, now it's definitely a ball game. It's, already, it's still a ball game in my mind because you're, you're playing a good job, keep away in the second quarter. Um, but, you know, you get that, you, like you said, nine times out of 10, or maybe 99 times out of 100, you get that sneak on four. It was literally, you know, last play of the game from the one inch line, and you, you didn't get the sneak. We timed up the snap perfect you know type deal so well, you, well he he was asking and, and i was like you know a very good team well coached they're excited you know it's gonna be a fun atmosphere and um he's like well he's excited to see well he calls me after the game and he's like he loved you know this number guy he goes and they were well coached and man it was a fun game to watch so um you know for somebody who doesn't have a dog in the fight necessarily you not a skeezy guy he was super impressed with with you guys and we thank y'all for representing an organization like that but from what i understood the game it was seven nothing gaffney now they kind of walk us through it and they scored when did they score they scored early or was it yes they scored it was uh second quarter um middle second quarter probably um and their defense was tremendous um you know they had they were well coached, number one, along with really athletic players across the board. They had an outside linebacker that's going to Missouri, a CY. <laughs> um, if I saw him in person, uh, I probably wouldn't. I was definitely second, triple guess me uh, myself <laughs> scheduling it. Um, number four was special. Um, he's 6'6, 230, and he's going to App State. He was their defensive end. They put him outside back a little bit, but a little more hand in the dirt against us. Um, and then they just had defensive backs. They could just fly around, um, you know, and middle linebackers are feeling a lot better than they were against South Point. Um, you know, I get it. It's, you know, South Point, South Point, you know. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, they, they did a tremendous job on defense. And defensively, you know, I was very proud of the guys. We just kind of bent but didn't break. Um for the most part, you know, broke a few times, so if you, you know, and um, and that's that's how the first half went. And then so second half, second second half, third quarter, um, scoreless, and then you know we were fortunate. We were fortunate they, you know, one of their safeties uh, went for went for a pick and missed it, and and we were able to take it to the house, you know, to tie it up. Yeah, so I saw that replay, and I mean, you had tied the game. I mean, the Hammond sideline just goes nuts. I mean, it was. It was pretty cool to see watching that kind of on, I guess, social media, watching that play unfold and happen. Um, yeah. So, I mean, are you – I mean, I was trying to vision what would I be right there. And, Rip, you probably can testify this too. I was like, I had to – you had to be in that situation. Like, are we going to do this? Like, are we going to Are we gonna win this game right here? I mean, I mean, you kind of get that – you know you believe in your kids and you believe in your program, but when you walk in there and you see that other team that's the 5A state public school of San Francisco, like, in the back of your mind – I hope we can do it. Not, I know we yeah. can do it. And then at that point, I mean, you're tied. You're tied. Yeah, I mean, we've all, I mean, we've all been in coaching a good while. I mean, you've been coaching a little longer than I have. And, I mean, you go through all the what-if scenarios, you know. Um, we've seen, you know, we've seen everything. You know, oh, we expect to win and, and we lose. Or we expect to win big and, and we don't win big. You know, whatever it is. And so – I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I was proud of the boys regardless. Um, that's what I told them. You know, in my book, you're already winners before we can play the game just because they they chose to play the game. I mean, um, I gave them the option, and they made the choice. Um, so a lot of – a ton of credit goes to them, you know, because I would have been like, all right, you guys want to play the game? I'm fine with it. You know, like <laughs> they, they, uh, they wanted to do it. 
And so um, there's even a lot of doubt with our, you know, within our community after the Prince Avenue game. And again, rightfully so, because on paper, it's like, oh, private school. People don't understand that mm-hmm. Prince Avenue is a little, little different, you little know. Different um, private school, yeah. <laughs> and, and well coached, you know, well coached. You know, I'm not knocking just because they got good players. I mean, well coached. I got out, got out coached, um, you know. So, um, but, you know, with that being said, like, I, I was just very proud of the boys and, and how they how they handled it and and just kept battling. Um, as far as believing, it was a we went for on fourth and inches from our own ten, and we just said heck with it. Well, we did the we did the sneak, and obviously I've seen the sneak not work, you know. So and, and they got a heck of a defense, and before you know it, boom, we we call this sneak play, and we get eight yards on a sneak, and I think that kind of set the tone. It was early. It was our second offensive drive. We had just stopped them um, for the first time. And I think that set the tone. And then obviously, I think just early on, first quarter, it's supposed to be 28 nothing. I saw a deal of somebody who's hilarious, put a meme of me, you know, looking, you know, looking crazy. And it says, Hammond's coach when it's 28 nothing in the first quarter. You know, when it wasn't 28 nothing, I think that's when the boys – kind of, you know, the end of that first quarter, like, whoa, you know, we're, we're currently playing with them, you know, and then halftime is just seven, nothing. I really, I really think that's when they started to believe like, all right, we, we can hang with these guys, you know? Yeah. Um, so. All right. So I got a big question. So we are, you know, we, we have to move forward, you know I mean? That game's over with. Now, how do you do that? Now you're going against a, I won't say a rival, I guess. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for y'all's school, but Heyman Lars Mann has had some state championship battles here the last, you know, few years. And, oh, yeah. you know, um, well-coached team. So, new coach there, Coach First, does a really good job. He's been there defensively. They oh. do a great job. Um, he's done a great job. So, how do you turn gears into a game now? I mean, even though the Gaffney game, technically, that doesn't matter in the big picture. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, now he got one that really matters. Yeah, I mean, to me, I – I treat everyone like it's the same. I told the boys at halftime, like, you know, hey, we're already starting to focus on LMA because, you know, in Hayes in the Barn, I think I've talked to y'all about this, you know, Hayes in the Barn, you're to start gearing towards LMA like Friday morning, you know. It's just so you have, you have some time on the weekend to spend with your family, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, has nothing to do with overlooking Gaffney or obviously not. Um, so – and this one's the most important one. And, you know, because like you said, Gaffney didn't mean anything. LMA is a, is, is a league game. Um, they have really good football players. Like, you know, I mean, Coach, you, Coach Ripley, you just saw Tyler June, Brandon King at number, you know, 65, number 10. Um, they got a lot of good players. And they're well coached, just like you said. So um, we'd be crazy, um, you know, not to – you know, to even think about overlooking them, in my opinion, they, they can definitely beat us. Um, if, you know, especially, especially if we slop around and, and don't execute, um, you know, if we execute play well, um, then yeah, I think we can compete. Um, but it, even then, um, they execute play a little better. Guess what? They can beat us. And so that's just, that's how my mind operates and that's how I operate with, with our team. Um, you know, so, well, you, you brought up some names. What does Hammond have to do to um, win this game Friday night? Uh, again, just I think we have to play extremely well. Um, don't beat ourselves, number one. Um, 
and, you know, just execute, execute our game plan on both sides of the football, play the next play when they make plays, they're going to make plays. Tyler June's a playmaker. Um, you know, they got other playmakers, you know, their receivers, um, you know, running back is, is shifty. Um, so just play the next play and, and, and try to limit, limit their possessions, um, you know, as possible, you know, keep them off the field. And when we have the ball, you know, take advantage and execute our, you know, execute our blocks and stay on blocks and, um, and don't, don't do things to, to put us behind the sticks, you know? So. Well, coach Wheeler, I, I appreciate you, um, you know, representing Skeezer and going into that big game. We thank you for being on the show today. I know you might have more stuff to do. You are welcome to stay on us to the end of the show, but if you want to leave at any time, your part's over. So that's up to you. But um, we do appreciate you being on here and, and representing Skeezer. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, and I, I would stay again. I, I got to go paint the game field. We got our first home game tomorrow. So there you go. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Get it done. So, All right. Thanks, coach. Good luck. I appreciate y'all. Good luck this week. Love you guys. Thanks, bro. Man. Thank you. See you, bud. All right. So, Rip. So, what games jump off of you off the slate other than that that Hammond Lawrence Manning game? Yeah, I tell you, the, the big one that I saw is First Baptist at Pinewood. You know, Pinewood. Pinewood's a sneaky. They're zero three right now. And they're playing some pretty good football. They're playing some good football teams. And so, you know, no rest for them as First Baptist rolls into town this week. But, you know, it's kind of odd that they are – and we'll go over rankings here in a minute, but I, I believe, you know, when you put everything together, they've actually crept into the top three of 3A despite the fact they haven't won a game yet. And, and the reason is because of who they're playing and how they're playing against them. Um, you know, so that one, you know, First Baptist coming off a big, you know, pretty, pretty ugly loss over at James Island. Um, kind of the battle of James Island over there last week, and they hung around early, but I think James Island High School pulled away late. So that that one will be interesting. Um, you've got you got OP and Florence Christian. You know, you guys, we were talking earlier. I mean, it's a, a big game for two teams that are looking to kind of turn this thing in the right direction as they head into region play. I think that's a big game. Porter Gowd, Heathwood, another one of the 4A level that I think's similar situation. You know, Porter Gowd got the win over Canada Military last week, but both of those are teams that traditionally have been really strong and and then, you know, this year trying to find their way a little bit. Um, I mentioned Ben Lippin going down to Island to play Hilton Head Christian. I think that's an interesting game, you know, cross levels. But, you know, Ben Lippin's had a couple good showings in a row. Hilton Head Christian, you know, having to go all the way down to Hilton Head is a tough travel. So I'm curious to see that. Um, at, the, at the lower, at the eight-man level, there's a WW King versus Jeff Davis game. So Jeff Davis lost to Holly Hill last week, but otherwise has been pretty strong. WW King uh the other team's kind of stepped up a little bit um so that'll be an inch probably the game of the week down there and the eight-man level would be WWE king at jeff davis yeah i you know i kind of also circled i like the calhoun at patrick henry you know calhoun mm -hmm. really needs to bounce back um yeah. patrick henry beat st john's last week or six though calhoun can go down to patrick henry get that win that kind of three ways yeah. those guys which you know makes everything sure. interesting for the yeah, committee no, later playoffs um also dorchester and andrew jackson you know mm -hmm. dorchester um Dorchester, I'm curious to see where they are. They're tough kids. They're a typical George Dorchester team. I got to yeah. see them on film against some Orangeburg prep, and I mean they won a close one there. So, you know, there are some some games, not maybe on the the big classifications much, but a yeah. lot of really good games in one A and two A, yeah, and eight man that that mean a lot. But yeah, I agree with you. The first Baptist Pinewood prep game, you know, first Baptist going into Pinewood, first Baptist, both of them have had really tough early schedules. Yeah, um, really really curious. See, that's going to be a I, you can't say it this early, but whoever wins that game's got a very good chance hosting the first round playoff game, okay. if yeah. not two. Yeah, that's I mean, a region game now. You know, what I mean, that's a that's a region game here. You know, September the 9th. So I think that'll be uh, a pretty big game. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, cool. That kind of takes football. Let's let's talk about the rankings real quick. So, so ranking wise, we've got four uh, A kind of stays the same. Hammond, Augusta, and then Lawrence, Maine. You got that number one versus number three matchup this week with LMA going to Hammond. Three uh, A level, like I said, really the only change was Pinewood actually moved up into the top three. So you got First Baptist one, PD two, and PD's making a push for that number one spot for sure. They had another good win last week, uh, and then Pinewood three. You got the two A level. Williamsburg one, Beaufort still two, and, and the number three team coming this week is Bethesda. Bethesda's kind of back. You know, they had a run where they were pretty good, and in the last couple of years they've been down a little bit. But from what it looks like, uh, they got some they got some good looking athletes. They got a, a quarterback that what I hear is pretty good. We watched one film uh, a little bit this week. They played Thomas Sumter. Uh, we played Thomas Sumter. They played him last week and beat him up pretty good. A pretty decent Thomas Sumter team. Um, so Bethesda kind of crept into that that number three spot. Uh, the one A level, we still got Thomas Hayward. Uh, at one, Lee at two, and Dorchester three, no change there. And then at eight, man, Holly Hill knocking off Jeff Davis pretty good last week. Um, knocked them out of it. So Richard Wynn is now the number two uh, seed. They moved up after a win uh, over Warlaw, and the W.D. King took that number three spot. So uh, that's kind of our wrap-up rankings for this week. All right, so very cool. I mean, I think kind of get the same thing. I mean, you've talked about it. I think Bethesda is right there, yeah. You know, and um, still Colin Prep had a big win over Branksville High School. Yep. Beat them yeah. by over 20, 30 points. A yeah, big win. So they're right there on the edge, too, and um, in the 2A. Um, Orangeburg Prep, you know, they, they got a big game. They're trying to fight back and stay in that hunt, too. So it's 2A is very interesting, too. 3A, 2A. I mean, they really all are. All our classifications yeah. are. And, you know, each week we ought to be able to see things, you know, kind of mm-hmm. figured out, figure out the puzzle a little bit better. But, um, right. Well, how about let's talk about some other sports. You know, I, tell me what's going on in the world of volleyball. I think there's a game today at Florence Christian. There is uh, big, it'd be exciting uh, cross classification game over at Florence. Them expecting, anticipating the football coach uh, might let his boys out in enough time to get over and watch the game and 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 have a pretty good crowd. So uh, we're we're anticipating it. And truly, uh, like we talked last night, I mean it's it's exciting. I mean high school volleyball. Sometimes you go into gyms and you've got ten parents sitting there and kind of just watching the ball go back and forth. And you know, we get an opportunity to come over there and at, with Wilson Hall. Sorry, I didn't say that. Wilson Hall is playing Florence Christian. Um, that we're going over there and getting to play in an awesome environment. Y'all do a great job with your volleyball of really creating some excitement in the gym. And, um, you know, I know, I know, you know, we were able, lucky enough to get the first game at our place and we're expecting a pretty, pretty strong effort coming back over to y'all's place tonight. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to report on volleyball if we don't get, you know, there's, it's hard to get the scores in football. But um, Tuesday night, we had Wes Lawrence here. Mm-hmm. which is the best equivalent we can have to the Hammond versus yeah. Gaffney yeah. in volleyball. You know, you got a a big 4A um, yeah. public school who actually has not lost a match this year except for in yeah. their oh. tournament yeah. to us. And um, they came over here, and we won the first two games, and then they won the next two games, and it was electric. I mean, it was a, a lot of Florence was up in this gym the other night and Tuesday, awesome. and it was super exciting. Went to five games. It was up and down, emotional. Yeah. Um, so it, it, was, it was fun, and it was a good win for Skeezy. You know, and I yeah. don't like to tutor our own schools, but sure. you know, I just that was you know, if it had been you guys or something high, same thing, right? I mean, that's that's a good atmosphere. And kudos to West Florence coach for wanting to play that game, kind of like Coach Wheeler was saying with Gaffney. Um, he knew it. You know, that's a sometimes a lose lose for public schools. They feel like when they're playing a private school, and um, but he realizes that our two teams in Florence are both really good and can make each other better. 
and he enjoyed the atmosphere as well, and it was good for his kids. So, yeah. um, good, you know, kudos. No, that, that, that was a huge win. I know Coach Coker over at West Florence. They got a they got a you know good program, like you said. They're twelve and two with two losses to Florence Christian so far this year. So, um, that's pretty solid. Actually, ironically enough, you said we actually did beat Sumner High on Tuesday as well. Let's um, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, really, the big win for skis this past week was down in Charleston last weekend. Porter Gowd hosted their annual tournament, which is kind of grown to really be in the best of the best in the state of South Carolina. I mean, you've got the top schools around the state go public school, private school, doesn't matter. And uh, Carter Newman undefeated on the weekend, won the weekend, won the tournament. Um, really wow. kind of further establishing what we've kind of seen a little bit is that they are, they're deep, they're strong. Um, they're clearly kind of the number one at the 4A level uh, from what we've seen. Um, you know, after that at the 4A level, I think there's a lot of teams that, that can beat each other. I think Porter, Ashley Hall, uh, the Charleston area, they're still kind of a step ahead like they always are, but I think um, they're going to beat up on each other a little bit more this year than maybe they have in the past um, in that region. And then even some out of region schools that maybe see something at the 3A level, you know, you've got your Hilton Head schools that are pretty strong. You've got your Spartanburg schools that are pretty strong. You've got Florence Christian uh, in y'all's area. Christian Academy usually has a pretty decent team. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see the 3A level. I think it's going to be really tough um to get to that final for that final four is gonna be a really packed and then from there it's gonna be anybody's game you know, yeah and it's what it's shaping up to be and i remember if i remember correctly i thought north side christian last year north side um, yeah absolutely yeah. whatever classification yep they, they are, are they, they are 3a this year 3a yes yeah, yeah they are so with hilton Head christian north side christian spartanburg christian florence christian and the thing that's gonna be tough is you're probably not gonna get a whole lot of cross region playing in those games we're not going to see those games until the tournament until state yeah no absolutely the way 3a spread out uh shannon Forrest actually undefeated up in the upstate as well like you said northside christian we'll see them on we're going to tournament over their place on saturday uh so we'll see them again on saturday we scrimmage them before the season as well they've got a really brian has a really strong team over there this year but yeah like you're right you're not going to see each other a ton which makes it even more interesting because you're you don't even know how to compare schools like you're you're like oh well let me see who this team's played well I don't know anything about any of these schools. You know what I mean? Like, right, you, right. No, you know, oh, well, this team beat this team. And, you know, we always play the logical, um, you know, trying to figure it all out game. But, um, but yeah, that, that'll be, um, that it'll be a really exciting tournament. I think at the 3A level across the board, because there's going to be a lot of unknowns, a lot of really strong teams going forward. Um, you know, some of the small levels, the 1A, the 2A level, I know, um, again, kind of looking for some more info of uh, specifics down there. Um, I know Patrick Henry has been really strong the past few years, the 1A level. I know that uh, war law has been strong in the past. Um, I, I know that, um, you know, a few of Kings Academy, I think is, are they, th- are they in y'all's region? Or are they 2A this year? They're 2A this they're year. Down, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why I, th- I was thinking that they're, they're going to be one of the front runners in two way. If I had to guess uh, cathedral Academy down in Charleston, some of those schools. Yeah, um, Palmetto Christian. I've seen some scores on them that they've been posted on the skis of school board news. And, you know, yes. they, they've been very successful from what I can see on, on so, the yeah. Post, I agree. So. Um, so, yeah, so like I say, those those 1A, 2A, especially your other sports, volleyball, and anybody that can give us information on, on sports like tennis and and cross country, a little bit more in-depth swimming, uh, you know, Porter Gout, I know, is kind of the, the team to beat typically in, in the high level of swimming. But anybody give us information on those, we'd really appreciate it because that is, you know, football, you go to max preps, you see every football score. Uh, volleyball, you can see – I'd say our league's probably about 50%, a little bit over 50% of people that post scores on max prep. They don't post stats and things like that. And it might not be the next morning, but eventually we get them up there. Um, but but I'd say those other, some of those other sports are the ones that we're really looking for some more information on. Yeah, well, you know, I do know that um, Trinity, Trinity Collegiate girls tennis is very, very strong. Very strong. You know, yeah. In our area, there's kind of the, the girls tennis team. So they're having a good season. They want to – 
a tournament here um, a couple weeks ago, um, or let me last weekend. I saw it in the paper. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't have more specifics, but you know, so so they're going to be strong in in 4A tennis. But you know, Porter Gout always is too. They you are. know, and, and yeah. you know, so yeah. But we do need more information. So we did a thing. We took a we took a picture, kind of like what we're looking at right oh, now. Yeah, I was thanks. trying to be funny. Appreciate and, that. Yeah, appreciate that. I, yeah, thank you. I try to do the best I can. Yeah. I thought it was good, Rip. It's, it's a, a great picture of me with my big old fat face just sitting here right in the middle of the screen. I love it. <laughs> Well, so we, we tried to make a, we made a Facebook page and they kept trying to make it like a business. So I had to name it Skiza, S-C-I-S-A is the last name. Yeah. And, um, but that's just for our podcast. Now I did talk to Chris Pouillot, who's kind of an administrator on the other page and mm -hmm. um, we hadn't talked about this. We're, so we're still talking about maybe possibly combining those pages, but we're just trying yeah. to get the podcast out so people yeah. can comment on the podcast on that page, give us some scores, give us some information so we can brag about your school. So we can yes. pump up Skiza, pump up your athletes. So we're going to try to um, continue to do that. So we're going to pump up our game of the week this week, and we're going to start putting our polls on that page. Yeah. And um, and I'll change the profile picture um, <laughs> at some point. But um, got to get a better one. Well, I was just trying to gain interest, and, uh, and we it, got a it, few. It definitely got them talking. Yeah. So um, I thought it was one of the smartest things I've ever done. Um, but anyway, so so please you know join us on the Facebook page. Um, it's literally SC is the first name, ISA is the last name. And um, it has a picture of the Skiza um, emblem, um, shield, I guess, coat of arms. I don't know what you call it. What do you call that? Uh, uh, logo. Logo. Okay. Yeah. Skiza logo. Um, but, yeah, join us on there. And, and, you know, we'll be posting the podcast there. And feel free to comment, you know, um, and add your information. You know, we, we want to know. We want to promote you. We want to talk about all of it. And um, we're both pretty busy. So, so we need all the help we can get for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think I think 100. I think join us on there and, and definitely you know spread the word as much as we can. We're really trying to grow this, not just to spread information about our teams, but also like we've talked about to kind of continue to build that um, that togetherness of our coaches and and sharing information and, and reaching out and and kind of hyping up your programs. You know, maybe you have a coach in your school to be interested in coming on and and talking with us. We we'd absolutely welcome to get in touch and let us know. Um, you know, we kind of focus on our game of the weeks right now, but I know there are going to be some episodes where we'll have some other sports and other coaches on as well. So um, we're looking um, forward to, to kind of interacting with you all a little bit more and, and definitely give us that follow. We appreciate it. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Um, good luck at everybody's game. Except for Rip tonight, not good luck for you. But appreciate everybody you. else, good luck. And um, now for real, y'all, hope, hope both teams play their best and the best team wins. Absolutely. That's true sportsmanship right there. That's right. All right. Well, um, good luck, everybody, and we'll see you next week. All right. Thank you, Neil.